Welcome back to the Mel K Show. My uh, loyal, trusty, smart scientist uh, extraordinaire <laughs> is back with us. We've been together from the very start, and uh, I have learned so much from him, and so have you. I am always honored to welcome back Mike L. How you doing, my friend? I am good. It's great to see you guys again, and I missed you. Been we busy. Too. I know, I know. And you still have a real life where you're actually a good guy in pharma trying to do uh, the right thing and figure things out and uh, bring the information to the people. You've sacrificed a lot for uh, for wanting to be a voice of uh, truth this whole time. So we are very, very happy and lucky to have you. And uh, we're going into the holidays. So I feel even more grateful for our three and a half years together. So let's see what where are we headed today, sir? Oh my gosh. So, so some of my experiments uh, are now moving forward. And so I want to kind of talk about those a little bit. And I, I want to talk about a video that I sent you. I just want to touch on it briefly, but because it really ties into some of my research. So I need a little latitude. We'll get you to the end on this one. This, okay, and cool. I also tried to shorten things down so we can do more of these as cool. well, because I, I, I feel like there's, there's now so much information that uh, if we can do smaller segments moving forward, we really can. Right. And so I, I'm staying in this industry because we need people left behind to kind of clean up after we get to the other side. But we really, we're we're really getting there. And so let's do. Are we, are, can I share? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Of course. All right. Let me do this. Just so people know, also, I want to comment. I keep getting these all the time. I do not do share screen because it locks my computer up. So <laughs> here we go. Happy, uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everybody moving forward. And here's here's my contacts. Yeah, people contact always ask us. So if you take a picture of the screen, if you're uh, interested in uh, in getting in touch with Mike. Yes, yes. And I, I got some really good emails and i got sent this video that I, I normally it's rare that i'll listen to something more than once but it's ultra rare if i listen to something three times oh yeah that is rare. It's like an hour an hour and a half right but oh, i want to wow. i want to before we go i want to i want to show you guys something really quickly i just want to say so, for the for the people that are, are go back one slide for the people yeah. that are uh audio only i just want you to know mike l is okay. ask mike l2 at protonmail.com um, cause you know, every time you're on, we get it, we get an influx of, uh, what's Michael's email. And I think that might be from the, from the audio only. So ask okay. Mike L2 at protonmail.com and, uh, let's do it. Go ahead. Let's, I, I love, I love your electro cultures. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cool. So I'm, I'm getting some, I want to show you something interesting on this. So going back really quickly. So this is one of the, uh, so this is a composite wood. When I first moved into my new location, I, I, I was planting some of my new plants. And obviously, we've talked about electroculture. Uh, and we, we've had such a, a large number of topics. But I want to point out something very interesting. Do you notice on these two pictures, for those that are just listening, yeah. what I do is I take the copper wire, 18 gauge. I, I do it clockwise going down, looking up, going down. This is a composite wood. This isn't a normal piece of wood like I do with like bamboo, for example. You notice this is this is three and a half months old. 
The wow. wood, the composite wood has yeah. torqued in a clockwise direction with the direction of the, the copper. Wow. This wood was perfectly straight. It was, it, it was, it's two inches by three quarters of an inch thick. This was normally a straight wood. But if you look at these two pictures, it's torqued the wood over a three and a half month period. So the energy that we're talking about, and we've talked about this many, many times before, this isn't electricity. This is an alternate form like ether of energy. But this to me, when I, I went outside and I looked at this, I go, oh man, this totally blew my mind. Never seen this before. So we're expanding on this particular one. I'm oh. using different types of, of, of composites to see if we can um, manipulate this a little bit more. However, we're also now able to see this energy that's being fluctuated. And we're going to touch on that a little bit today. So okay, isn't that awesome? It is awesome. I uh, I I really, this electroculture stuff, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> and it's apparently it's a whole own world out there and people are fascinated. And the truth is more, more people than ever are actually starting to uh, do their own farming or into, you know, the uh, cult prepper type culture where they're growing their own food. And uh, this is really fascinating stuff. And then, you know, you're giving people ideas that they can try too. So uh, let's do it. Yeah. And if you look at this particular plant too, it's really interesting. It's a very small plant. And normally it takes a number of years before this starts to yield fruit. These are already yielding fruit. <laughs> They're really right. small. Well, so really, that. Pretty... I mean, like, so we have, we have this little plant and now it's a giant plant. And uh, this is pretty fascinating to me, especially, like I said, a lot of people who grow in their own vegetables and fruit and all of that, this is a, a big game changer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're not actually going to talk about this, but I, I did want to 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 show you the and the fact that this torquing this wood and twisting it is just just mind boggling. But let's get on for the topic of today. Okay, let's come do down it. A little bit. So okay, I sent you okay. this video. Yes. So yeah. this was a rumble video uh, that I sent you. I'm not going to talk about this video in in detail. I do want to talk about a couple of things because it it corresponds with some of my. Uh, my experiments that I've been working on for, for a number of years now. So okay. cool. I sent you this video, the truth about the Malaysian flight, uh, MH370. Everybody knows about this, but this Ashton Forbes, this guy's focused his research on this particular flight and this missing flight. And, and you guys can go back and listen to it. I, I, I what's compelling about some of his, his research is he doesn't do a lot of speculation he doesn't focus on anything else, although he talks about a lot of topics that we do talk about. However, he's interviewing some key players that I, I'm familiar with their research. So I, I, I think people should at least listen to this, but there's a couple of things that he pointed out, and we're going to come back to this, Mel. Okay. I'm not going to go into detail about this. We can, if you'd like. You know, I, uh, sometimes you'll say, Mike, can we do deep dives into particular areas? I can. There's a couple pieces of his research that are well aligned with what we've talked about. Wow, However, okay, cool. so let's let's talk about what I was doing. Okay, great. Do you remember back, I've done a number of these with the Vietnam night vision goggles that were the cyanine red. Right, yes. Do you remember the cyanine sure red? Yep. So- what was interesting was let's do a recap for, for the listeners and then we'll go into the cool. research. The recap okay. was back in the Vietnam War, before they came out with the, the green uh, uh, night vision goggles, they started with this, this dicyanine red. And, and what this was, was they were very specific. 
the captains of these 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 individual groups were not allowed to wear these night vision goggles, but the other ones were. But they were starting to show characteristics where they were kind of twitching, looking around all the time. And in this particular case, you, it's all over videos where the, the indication was that the guys that were using these night vision, these red vision goggles were starting to see demons flying. Remember we talked about that where, and then the, the captain put those on, he saw that, he verified it, and it was in the CIA uh, disclosed information. Wow. So that's how it, this started. Remember we talked about this and what the vision, night vision goggles do is it gives you to see a different spectrum that the eye normally couldn't see, right? Yes. So, I said, is this true? Let's take a look at it. Let's create some of these goggles and let's start doing some of the experiments. And so I did. I started creating this. And I before we go, I want to pull up an article, very specific. So this original article was from the uh, American Astronomical Society, where they were looking at different types of dyes and red dyes, infrared oh, wow. photography. Okay, this is an old article, but I, I, I and so what I do really quickly is I'm, I want to show you the article and I broke the article down and converted to Microsoft Word because I want to highlight some areas on this. It's it's okay, an cool. excellent article, but I want to point a couple things out and 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 show you. This is the actual PDF of this particular research paper, and there's a couple things that are very interesting in here in just this paragraph alone. So. If you look at this, it's there's a series of individuals and groups within the government that are doing this research in the different dyes. Now, the dyes, what's interesting is if you see the red dyes, it's what's taken out of the spectrum that's more important than the dyes themselves. So you're really focusing your, your ability to see a particular type of light or spectrum, okay? Okay. The United States Bureau of Chemistry, Department of Agriculture, <laughs> the, the Bureau of Standards. So what this initiated was the Germans had different types of photography that they were using in lens and landscape technology that ultimately ended up going into satellites. That's, okay. that's a key that I want to point out where they, they were looking at these different light spectrums and they tried to really focus down into these different uh, spectrums. And so... In this article, the American chemists uh, started to take a step further into these different types of red sensitizing dyes. They started to mix them. I've actually mixed some of these myself. Uh, by the way, when you mix these chemicals, if I'm going to show you how to do it. Yeah. When you do it, wear gloves because otherwise your hands will be blue and red for a very long time just because <laughs> you absorb it. So, And Kodak started to do this research, Mel. Okay. So the dyes uh, uh, were used to sensitize different photography plates. So what they were doing is, is they were taking photography of this. Now, I'm also going to show you some research where before this research, this stuff is already, had already been done, where what they were doing, and I'm going to go into, I'm going to do a deep dive into this, was right. trying to get the eye so they would have individuals focus on a particular type of light screen and then look at an image to see if they would work. And they successfully did this. This was back, by the way, in the late 1800s, they were already doing this. So this stuff isn't new okay. at all. 
Right. And so these different groups were looking at this. I'm going to continue on this article really quickly. Right. So the Bureau of Chemistry also produced several dicyanine, dicyanine, am I saying that right? Dyes are, were, were done. But most importantly was the wavelength that they were able to, to, to be able to get these dyes to do. The wavelength became a key in the ability to see these different images, which they perfected by the time the Vietnam War had come into play. That's a key here. And... So I, I copied this out of that article because I wanted to people people to, to show that they were able to not only produce these, but they were also being, being at this, this time able to actually measure the different wavelength spectrums, light spectrums that they were able to see. Right. Wowee. So at the end of this article, now this is converted. So when you see these little typos, it's because I converted these down uh, uh, in, from in Adobe into to Word. But something also that's very interesting is, is the special plates that they were using, where they were using plates together, trying to capture these images, two things came into play, was the, this they were able to measure and they had to take these plates down to two millimeters to be able to focus out the particular images. And as those images and the temperature were moved or back and forth, Val, yeah. you changed the ability to see the spectrum clearly. Oh. So this is important because in order for me to do my research, this comes into play. But I want to point out also who wrote this article and this research back in the day Right, was Harvard-Smithsonian Central Center of Astrophysics and NASA. Oh, well, there you go. NASA, whenever you hear NASA and Harvard in one thing, you know, <laughs> it's it's way over uh, above and beyond uh, funded by our right. government for a reason. Right. So this kind of starts, this is the pinpoint of how we start the research that I was doing. And this, by the way, propels us forward into to the Vietnam era, era. And I want you to remember that that video that I showed you at the beginning. So again, it's the key players here that are that wrote this article. Another point I do want to make a, a point out is the rest of this research article is missing. Oh, wow. I was able to pull a particular group of pages out of this particular research paper. The rest of the research paper is missing. But wow. I actually have the Adobe copies of these original ones mm. still. Uh, and I send them to, and I also send these to multiple locations. So just so you know, because I know. Why would? Why do you think that 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 would be removed from the internet? What What would the reason for that be in your mind? I mean, you're speculating, obviously, but you know, so much is being removed in real time. I go back to look up things like, you know, that I researched in depth with plenty of information, uh, and it's gone. 404s now, but also. Um, people should know the first, if, if you are searching on Google, but now it looks like DuckDuckGo, the first five pages of results are literally, um, you know, especially when you look up anything global, it'll be one of the UN or, you know, WEF or whatever. And then past the first five pages is like things that have nothing to do with anything. And it looks like only 
um, it really does look like whatever, what I had learned about scraping of the internet with AI is happening on a grand scale, but why would this, why would this be removed? Do you think? Well, and that's a, by the way, is a great question. And, uh, you know, in order to get to answers, you got to ask really good questions. And that's a really good question. I think that there's two pieces here. Okay. I, I think as I look back in history, and I've told you many times that history is our history timelines, as we know, time right. is, is not accurate. Okay. But yes, you've said that many key, times. There's key points in scientific research where the scientific research has been moved to a different direction. And Faraday's laws, for example, are going to come and play later. We're going to talk about that. But oh, cool. Okay. And I think that that was intentional. I think that because, for example, quantum physics, a lot of your research in quantum physics, if you look at what starts some of these quantum physics and some of this new science is old research. It's not new. So quantum physics, by the way, I was reading quantum physics research papers from 1820 to 1850. So... It's not like this new stuff, but what happens is science was going in a particular direction and it took a complete 45 degree angle turn and it diverted research into what we know as modern research and modern science up until about a decade ago or so. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, well, so what, what time period do you feel like science and all that was, was captured? Because that's what I look at it as and, and, and driven two, in. Two a time points is, and it's always the same. Mel, 1910, 1900 to 1920 was okay. one particular direction in 1950. Now, so right 1950s, after World War II, right after Operation Paper right at, Extraction. Right in that uh, time frame. Yeah, and that's also when the Rockefellers got heavily involved in um, all kinds of research and pharma and big tech and yes. everything that they do. Okay, so that yes. makes sense. So, uh, you know, most people that watch me know... Uh, you know, that period of time when they were creating the UN, they were creating Council of Foreign Relations, trilateral, all that stuff is in that that period of time. So uh, I think that was really the capture um, of a lot of things, especially the science that uh, has been skewed. And, and as you've said many times on the show, that's also, I think, the time when natural medicine got, um, got slammed as fake. <laughs> yes, but the, there's there's a second piece to this information is... On those time periods, not only did we get steered in a different direction, was the fact that that's when this research started to disappear. So, you know, that's the other important um, piece that I, I, I want to state that a lot of my research and people say to me, Mike, why do you look at the, the pyramids? Why are you looking at all this old research? It's because if you really look at, at science, there were scientists back in this era that start starting to see things that all of a sudden now are being verified by modern physics. Right. But this research is not new that we're seeing now. It had already been done. What's happening now is we're about a, we're about a century and a half behind the curve in terms of the growth curve. We're now starting to understand this. If you hear like this concept of medbeds and wait till you hear what I'm going to talk about next. But right. when you hear about these concepts, um, this is advanced technology, but it started with this stuff. That's why I, I look at this stuff, because it it, it really kind of, if you look at these little pieces, they move us forward in the right direction. We, we get off this bad path, we right. get into this, this. And one of the things I, I, I want to, if I can pause really quickly too, of course, of course. is 
I say this a lot, but from a science perspective, be very careful as a scientist to use the modern laws of physics and science to try to understand these things. I go back to my first picture. Right. I took copper wire, I put it in, in, a, in a circle, right? I stick this thing in the ground. I come back three months later. Now that moisture had an impact on this and other things, it twisted a piece of wood into that direction, into a clockwise direction. Right, so that's not magnetic energy. It's not electrical energy. It's something else. It's not radioactive energy. Wow, that's which so we're cool. going to talk about in a minute. And, and so, also, I want to ask just a real quick question about, so yes. that period of time that you think that a lot of this stuff was uh, was manipulated, let's say, or, or suppressed, uh, is that also when, because I think a big problem, we've talked about it now for three years, these these journals, these peer-reviewed papers, these this capture by academia of, you know, the direction, and then you throw in DARPA, Department of Defense, all that, is... um. Do you think that this is all also related to that, to like this whole the whole idea that scientists weren't legitimate unless they were peer reviewed and and got their accolades by the right people? Was that part of the capture of information? I think I think you're you're seeing a couple of things there. That, that, that that's a good question. I think academia, the first and foremost, a lot of their research papers and their funding. So you have scientists that are want to look into something, right? But what happens is if you look at the DOD and some of these other people that that fund these, right? Well, we're going to give you money, but I need you to I want you to look at this and to have this and certain so, outcome, <laughs> right? And and so you got you got two things playing. They're right. they're focusing on some of the research, and if you're finding something that's of value, they're going to take you and pull you out, and then you're never going to hear from not that they're killing these scientists. Some of these they're pulling back out and saying, listen, we're going to move you because all your stuff now becomes confidential. That's one group. Oh, but right. Then you got yeah, this exactly. Group that will push this narrative because they're being told. And so let's take all the universities out of it, because we are now seeing clearly that that there's a narrative that they want to spin off. And so. I don't look at a lot of that because of this. Yep. I know. And I don't, I don't listen to a lot of that because because of this, because they're being told what to say. Right. And they're going to push this push this narrative. The key here again, look at this Harvard Smithsonian. Right. And NASA. Right. They're right? The, they're I, the I don't have to say anymore at that point. Right, exactly. Every one of these, every one of these clowns are, are involved in this. But when you start talking about the advanced research, for example, in that video, they were talking about some very, very advanced technology. Right. And one of the things that I liked about this, the uh, the individual that was that did this research on this flight was he says, first and foremost, let me make something very clear. I love my country and I'm a patriot. Right. So everything that I'm saying beyond that, I, I let's start from there. Right. And focuses his research on one particular area, but he's talking about highly advanced technology. Right. When you look at his video and you listen to the video, and he tries to get in and, and understand that. Now, if that is highly advanced technology, which some of the stuff that I've seen and uh, I've I've witnessed personally, right, there is this, but that technology is not the normal military doesn't see that it's someone else let's wow, let's, okay. let's first understand that it's not it's it's not the people in the military and if you ask them about this well do you have this this technology that you can transport or teleport somebody from point a to point b they'll say no there's no such thing it's because they it's because they're not in that three percent right 
Yeah, that's what okay. you said all along. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just wanted all to along. double so check that moving. that situation. So, yeah, cool. Let's go. Let's move on. Let's move Great. on. What's Mike? Let's do it. So then I I'm I I read this book. This book, I read this book and I had to go back to this book because I missed some key components in this thing. This is an extremely good um, book. It's a remake of an old book. What's the date on this book? It's like it's like 1930, Mel, 1920. Oh, wow. I have a reprint. I have a reprint from 1920. Wowie. Okay. Yeah. So this is a reprint. Uh, I have a series of, of these types of books that I get I, that, that kind of compel my research. So here's what this guy does. First, let's do high, high level. This guy says that there's a human aura around everybody. You know how people talk about, oh, listen, you know, I feel your energy and mm -hmm. different things. And some people are ultra sensitive to energies. Right. Yeah. I know that. So this, this group of, of, of scientists, as well as doctors, get together and say, listen, can we see that aura? And can we use that aura to determine if a person's sick? Can we predict sicknesses? And can we see where they're sick? So this is back in the 1900s. And this, by the way, mine is a reprint. Wow. So this is, this is, you know, late 1800s uh, uh, that this, these, these, and it was an extremely solid scientific approach to what they were doing. So what they do is they take a series of, of different dyes. They look at people through these screens and they start to see these auras. And then they say, well, so we're seeing different auras. They were seeing two types of auras, a very core aura, and another aura. And they look at this from a scientific perspective and say, they start to discern and take out what they know it's not. Is this a gaseous aura that's around these particular? No, it can't be that because then they, they go down the checklist because right. it doesn't have the type of densities, you know, and, and different things. And so what they determine at a very high level, Mel, was that they can see this. And not only can they see it, they can figure out by base, basically looking at these through these different screens where a person is sick because the energy and colors of these aura changes. Then they go off topic and they, there, there are several chapters where they look, they were trying to identify the different types of colors that they're seeing. Mm -hmm. If that made an impact in that determination. And I kind of pulled that research off because I didn't see that they were making solid conclusions within that research. However, they did make some very important ones that tie into to, to everything that we're talking about. So cool. if you give me a little latitude, I want to go through a couple pages of this book and point Great. out a couple. No, go ahead. This is uh, fascinating. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So these are pictures. I apologize, guys. When I'm in a hurry, uh, if you'll look at my book and you look at the tabs, you, you see up here in the corner, if I find something of value within a particular page, I tab it. The problem is then I have 50 of these as I go through several yeah, the same pages. thing. <laughs> this, so my, my phone's this exact same way. I take pictures of, of stuff like that. <laughs> and then I can't and, find and so, why, then I can't remember why I took pictures of a certain page of something. Absolutely. And so what I started to do is like little, I, I then I started bookmarking it. I want to point one thing out because this is going to talk about some later research. If you look right. down into the, the second paragraph of this, 
One of the things that they noticed was, and they're going to measure, by the way, magnetic forces and electrical forces that their auras can also see these. But they also mentioned, and they had to do it, they wanted to discern, they were noticing that if one individual was touching another individual, they can actually see an aura and an energy being transferred between two individuals. However, one of the things that they also noted was willpower, an individual's conscious impact of this energy was directly influenced as to which and how this energy was being moved. And the other thing that they were able to prove was the human consciousness and willpower could also change other forces and they can measure and see it. Wow. Wow. So this particular one is, is interesting. And this is a whole other topic that I, I, I've been researching on, and we're not going to talk about it today, but I want people to understand something that's very important here is the ability to not only see this energy in this aura, which I'm going to call it ether from now on moving forward. That's okay. this energy. Okay. And they actually take out the other forces of energy and say, we know it's whatever this aura and energy is, it's not those. And they do that. And I'm going to show you in a moment, but the human consciousness directly impacts this energy, which ultimately then impact all the other forces of nature. Now, go back to the pineal gland and what we've talked right, about. Right, exactly. Many that's times what I before. thought immediately. Yeah, that's what I thought immediately. Huh. So if you understood this back in the in the 1800s and you wanted to impact the ability of the human consciousness to impact this energy, you would influence the pineal gland. Wow. So we know how much, going, and you've done you many shows going, on uh, all this stuff that has been in, in, introduced into our diet and our, our world to uh, mess with that particular pineal gland. Chemtrails, heavy aluminums. Uh, by the way, I saw chemtrails here in Florida this 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 week. I thought it was kind of ironic. Yeah. Um, you, If you wanted to impact this and you wanted to stop the research, this is how you do it. So we're going to do, we're going to do one topic on this later because there's really some amazing information that come up, come out of this that i've been listening to. but let's let's stay focused today okay great go ahead on this one so a couple things very in, 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 it was important and was interesting about this particular book is there's a footnote here and scientists read this original research paper and by the way this research paper is hundreds of pages and if you look here they say listen what dyes were you looking at to discern and be able to see this human aura. Right. They said, well, I already went to print in my research, but I want to, so there's a footnote here. Cyanin and dicyanin were two of the main ones, blue and red hues. Mm. So this research paper that I showed you earlier, where the American government and other scientific groups were looking at this, were based off of this research, which was decades before. Wow. Wow. We always tell people, look in the footnotes. That's where you find the map. And so these individuals were doing this. And I want to talk, I want to go into a detail Great. about this research because okay. this research is kind of pulls together a lot of the things that we've been talking about now for three and a half years. Me longer, you and I, Three and a half years. Yep. 
All right. So what's interesting is, so they said, listen, I, we need to be specific. And they talk about this human aura and let's, let's, let's dig down a little deeper here real quick. And then we'll talk about right, research. We do. So in this research, one of the things he says, okay, guys, listen, we see this aura and then he kind of goes off in a tangent in this research because he wanted to take out this isn't the other energy forces that we know. And so what he said is, is this by no means the force should exactly similar to the ones issued within the body. So the human aura and this auras that they're seeing, they looked at magnetic, radioactivity, and electrical energy using these screens to say that the auras that they're seeing that it's generated by the human body is not the same as these other forces that we know of current modern physics and scientific research. They already just, they already took these completely out of it. So then what they do is they go into deep detail and research where they take magnetic forces, they take a pin, they put it down there and they're able using these auras to see this energy too. So they're describing and they're able to see another energy force that's outside of magnetic radi radioactivity and electrical energy. So when you talk about, you remember how we talk about zero energy? Yes. Yes. So when we talk about zero energy, one of the things that uh, that I've said many times, and I, I do experiments on this, and I use this technology to look at that research, is when you're looking at it, and they say physics said can't can't create energy. You can't create energy within your conforms of your science. And so when you look at an electrical wires, it's coming through. There's other forces that are impacting these energy sources that you're not taking into account. And this research back then was saying that that's absolutely true. And I'm I'm really jumping ahead, so we won't go too far off focus, but you know, I, I don't, you're teaching me as you're talking to the audience, but you know, there's been quite a bit of, um, I think Connecticut even is, has a, a, a bill in, there's been quite a bit of information about 5G uh, affecting the human body and illness and everything. And then they say 6G is worse. Is this that um, technology interfering with the natural, what you're talking about, this aura energy that uh, surrounds all life forms? It's not this. However, let's talk about that because I talked about 5G that was completely wiping out different species of butterflies and, and, and uh, birds, right? right. Yes. The so 5G, that's that's th these groups. Right, here. that's what I was thinking. And you're, you're exactly correct. However, this energy, and we talked about different fre frequency and right, energy. Right, exactly, right. That directly impacts the, the not not just our species but all species. So right. you're 100 correct. Now I, I find it ironic that, and this this keeps popping up in the media and then it disappears. Was lead paint? How many kids you know ate paint? I'm sure I did. We had a lot of painting going on in my basement. <laughs> well, you okay? <laughs> but lead also keeps out these energy forces. Oh wow! Is one of the one of the chemicals, and huh. I I'm not so sure, and I don't want to get into this in terms of any conspiracy theory. I'm not so sure that they wanted the lead paint out of the walls because of the ability of these other energy and these technologies 
out of your out of your house. I, I think that they wanted that continual energy force coming down uh, 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 in terms of other things. Wow. But I think that that's it. Oh. So, but let's let's focus on this because I want to talk about this. Yeah, go this ahead. So they start looking at this. And by the way, real quickly on that note, I'm gonna. I didn't talk about this today, but I wanna I wanna do something very quickly. I normally don't do this. I know. But this is important. Okay, cool. So this just came out. South Korea, uh, the SEMP Research Institute in collaboration with Global Solution, two high tech technological uh, uh, companies, technology uh -huh. company, right. came up with a new AI zero, uh, zero, uh, zero grid technology. Basically, now what they've done is they produced a small unit uh -huh. that can create zero point energy. We've been on that fringe and I've been talking about that for years. We have yep. now crossed that bridge. I'm excited. And so yeah. we're going to talk about that later, but let's, let's keep focusing. So Mike, Mike says, I read this book. <laughs> I read this book again. I said, well, can we do this? Well, we know that this, the dicyanine, by the way, the government has made it illegal to purchase, but that's actually not true. You, you can purchase it. However, what, what is not illegal is making it. So can we make these different dyes and are, are they, they usable? So then I pulled up this old book. And this book basically is an old book uh, on how to make different stuff. And in that book, <laughs> this is funny, Mel. In that book is how to make all of these dyes. And it talks about how to take these different dyes how it impacts the different ones. And so I take these ones, if you looked at, at, at the dicyanine and the cyanide, by the way, these are the two main components and there's different variables of these. I made these different salt solutions, mixed those. And so I made these. And then what I did is I made, I wanna show you this very quickly. You're gonna laugh. Here is my first production of the blue. So within my experiment, then I take these and I, I, I seal these things off. Then what I did is, is, is I want to show you this, this melon. Don't laugh. And people don't laugh at, at my crudeness of my experiment here. It's, I took laboratory goggles. And one of the things that I learned in my research was I had to take different dilutions of the, 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 the dyes that I were, was making and putting them into lenses. And scalable and being able to produce this became very difficult because one of the things that I was seeing was the different light spectrums and how you use them. Can you see the human aura? Bottom line, Mel. And then what I learned also is I created a lens. Now, what I did here, and Mel, don't laugh. I won't. Is I changed the depth of my laboratory goggles to create different uh, dilutions of this dye. If you notice here, you see that there's three bottles here. I scaled these into different dilutions and I marked these. So I have multiple versions of these things. I take it, I take it into it, I create this. What I did here was this is about a two millimeter gap between two high-end lenses. 
that I, I purchased. These are high-end laboratory uh, lenses that I created because the index of re refraction, when you go from one glass to another glass, basically what that is is when light comes in, it, 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 it takes a different angle and it changes the spectrum. Now you increase that by adding an additional dye to that. So you're taking the visual spec light spectrum and you're able to look at different things. So bottom line though, can you see the human aura with these different dyes? And the answer is yes, you can. And, are, and I, and I want to pause here because we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago. There are lenses that you can buy at different places that they say that they, they, they have these different night vision goggles that you can purchase. They are not at the same wavelength as that original research that I pointed out at the beginning. It's an important thing that I want people to, to know and understand is okay. they're, I don't know if they're intentionally or they don't do it. They're not at the same light spectrum that you're seeing when you're actually using these particular dyes. I'm in the process of proving that right now. So I'm not able to, to, to show that. So why is this important? I can see, you can see the human aura under specific ones. Now, the ones that you buy, people have done research on that as well, as well as scientists and other people on, on YouTube. But what's interesting is there's some caveats. You can see them, but you have to have specific conditions, different light conditions, different types of light, different types of conditions. Now, what these are, Mel, these are like night vision goggles when you do this, because what you're doing is you're, you're filtering the light, you're taking out green, you're taking out uh, red in this particular case, and you're only seeing a specific light spectrum. What happened up here in this book is that's not what they were doing. What they were doing is they would have somebody focus on these screens and then look through another screen to look at a particular human being, where they were bringing uh, test subjects in and they were looking at the aura now which is really kind of cool how they were doing it and how they got people to strip down and stand there while they can look at them. Right, exactly. Is, I mean, it was kind well, of interesting. You, we've talked talk many about times about, about <laughs> how they get their subjects, you know. Yeah, they didn't they did talk about that particular part, but they, they did that and God bless them for this because this research kind of moved forward. And so they actually talk about the ones that you purchased. You have to have specific conditions in order to see. Now, What's interesting as I jump from blue to red, Mel, is you see something. You can see the aura when you look at a particular one. Now, when you're looking through the red, when I tried to take pictures of this, I was not successful. Okay. However, visually see this versus taking pictures, it's, it's, it's not the same. And I'm continuing to do the research. When I do the red, you... And you see with the blue, you see an aura, but when you change to a red spectrum, you do see something else. Am I seeing demons? No, not yet. <laughs> do I want to see demons? No, but do I want to see in that red spectrum or uh, take out the blues in the green spectrum? Absolutely. We're going to continue the research on this. Now, why do we talk about this? Because first of all, we have been talking about this, but I want to go back to that original slide because this ties into this okay remember this guy here yeah ashton uh-huh one of the things he talks about in his research was and he only talks about it briefly 
is he says that there are two sets of satellites, two groups of satellites rotating the earth at all times, doing live visual activity of what's going on in the space around the earth and on the earth. Okay. And in there, what he talks about that was extremely interesting was a slight time was this. There are two groups of satellites at two different distances and the lenses on the satellites are different lenses looking at different spectrums of the light that the human eye cannot see. Oh, wow. And he briefly talks about this in there. And I had to go back a couple dozen times to, 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 to look into this research. And what's very interesting is the different groups of satellites that are continually rotating this earth, there's not a there's no airspace on Earth that is not being looked at at any point in time. Wow. And not only is that accurate, so they're rotating completely around at two different distances on the Earth at all times, looking at this activity. Most importantly, that he briefly talks about in this, by the way, very well done in, in his, his research, was each one of these particular satellites, if you notice them, they're looking at different light spectrums that we cannot see, nor a normal satellite cannot see. So why is NASA and why is the new Space Force monitoring different light spectrums around the Earth and around the airspace at Earth at all times? Mm. What do you think? What I think is they're looking at what we can't see. So this goes back to, are, are we saying that there's aliens flying around? What I am saying is there are, there are, there's something that's flying around the earth in the spectrum that the human eye cannot see that it's of enough importance that they've got 24 hours, 27 days a week, every second uh, at every square inch of the earth being monitored at all times. Wow. This is now interesting this is, stuff, especially with all the talk lately, because, you know, we, we've gone into this many times. But, you know, and people like Tucker and other people out there saying, like, they know stuff. Um, we talked to somebody uh, when we were in Arizona that was talking a little bit about NASA and Space Force just recently and kind of what they're doing. And this makes a lot of sense. And all other nations are doing this, too. So. Uh, and well, this is this is this is only a, a snapshot of our technology. Right. Exactly. So you're 100 percent correct. And one of the things that he mentions uh, uh, in his video uh and and by the way kudos to him he did some really good research on some things uh yeah i saw him that. going back and forth um he seems very uh like you know very he he really wants to be thorough and uh and maintain integrity and all of that and focused yes i think i, I think it was a you know that giant account kim.com they were going back and forth he wanted he wanted him to find uh, he offered, I think, money to anyone that could disprove what he was saying. And then somebody said that he did. And then it went back and forth. And then the whole conversation disappeared. 
Yeah. What and and yeah, as usual. But yeah. what's interesting about this though is this goes back to a lot of the things that we we've, we've talked about in many different yeah. areas. Oh, this yeah. is where all these sciences now come into play. These are highly advanced things. But what, what what's also interesting, Mel, is every every couple of weeks. There's satellites coming off of, of, of out, out of, uh, what is it, Cape Canaveral? Yeah. I see them from my house. Oh, wow. I see the rockets going up right, every couple can. of weeks. I go out to my pier. I'm, uh, I go out to my yeah. pier, and I see them, and I can watch these rockets walk. That's amazing videos. But some of those are this. Right. And we don't know. They're looking for, and are, and are they putting um, the lenses are all different colors, like what you're talking about, to kind of manipulate it to see what's going on because of the light because of how it reflects through the color yes what they're doing here uh and and, and again i want to be careful in terms of complete speculation on this but what this does say is that they're looking at other spectrums of light that would not be normally seen so what they're doing is they're fine-tuning these lenses to look at a specific thing now wow. this is extremely crude right so imagine this is Mike in his in his lab, and this is a bunch of high-end technology and scientists that have access to incredible technology that's uh, 50 years ahead of what we know, right? Right, so yes. So what we're seeing here and what he mentioned here that I, I, I found extremely compelling was they're looking at spectrums of light that we can't see and the normal satellites won't see. But they're looking for something, and whatever it is, is important enough that they've got them looking at all times, every second, at every square inch, for miles and miles outside of our system, outside of Earth, in the atmosphere. There's one set, sub-atmosphere, and then there's a second set, outer atmosphere. So what you're seeing here is only one set. Now, these things are continually rotating at all times, monitoring at all times but the other thing is and what he did is he, it's also being recorded and so what he was doing when he was looking at his flight particular information his research was he was going in and there's there's geeks like me mm -hmm. all they do is look at this stuff and record it so if this stuff is in certain satellites there's people that have this data that are, are that they just record it because they're like me they get off in little tangents they just want to look for things and what this Ashton did, uh, I hope I pronounced his name correctly. Yeah, that is. He, yeah. He, what he's doing is people are coming forward and giving him this information. Now, what's interesting is that some people say, well, maybe you're given information. This is always the argument. Maybe they're giving you information because they want you to have that. But when I look at some of my research and a lot of my old, old research before you and I were, were together. There yep. was people, scientists that were coming out that put their reputation on the line. I know it. A lot of these them. People, yeah. You know, when you talk about alien technology, you talk about the, you know, uh, ancient alien technology. And the, these people, and everybody says, oh, come on. These people put their careers on the line. And many of them, as soon as they did that and they put their careers on the line, their careers were ruined. Right. Now, let me ask you, this is probably, this might be going in the in the wrong direction, but I don't know if anyone in my audience is thinking what I'm thinking too. Maybe not. Maybe it's just me. Um, when I talked to uh, 
Dane Whittington from uh, Geoengineering Watch, and he talks about weather manipulation and um and you know all of the stuff that's going on um that he he feels is the real cause of what's happening to the planet is actual manipulation being done probably you know by military grade a lot of the stuff you're talking about but what he says um and i've had him on a couple times he's i think he's really brilliant but he says that all of the the countries that we think are our enemies in order to pull off some of the weather warfare that happens have to all be in on it like that there can't be um yeah. i mean that's what i understood him saying so so my question here would be so whatever space force is doing and they're doing with all the monitoring of the essentially the aura of the planet and they're watching something are they do you think that because if we're doing it obviously china and russia are doing it as well and maybe Absolutely. many other countries and probably private people like like elon musk who owns all the satellites and and jeff bezos and everything is would this have to be a coordinated effort on planet earth to be working together to watch this or are or do you think that um, whatever they're doing here that China or wherever else is doing it, they have to, if we're doing it, they're doing it. Do you think that they're coordinating on a, on a different level that we don't know of? Cause I do remind people a lot that, um, the world economic forum and UN and all that, when you talk about it, you're not talking about that. They're different than the CCP. You're talking about that. They're collaborating with them, not because everyone's on the same team, but because right now everyone has the same goal. So, so do, would this have if the, if this kind of work is being done, would would it have to be an all of planet like coordination job, or or what do you think? I'm sure. I mean, we we're speculating here, but um, when I see this and see the work and see what you're saying here, it reminds me of Dane's work, which is you know, on planet Earth, you can't manipulate the weather and the geoengineering and all the stuff that they that they're doing, uh, without cooperation worldwide. Wow. Uh, okay, so that's a big question. And no, it is. It is because you you touch on multiple topics there. Uh, I think that the governments, I think that there's a group above all the governments. First yeah, and me foremost. too. Yeah. Now, and that corresponds with what you're saying. I want to talk about uh, the weather manipulation for a, a second, because I think that right. that one thing to keep in mind is there's two things going on at the same time on that particular one. First of all, there is weather manipulation and it is a coordinated effort. Now, because of that's happening, then you also have Mother Earth gets pissed because you're changing all of this. And then you're seeing these other like these sonic booms and these different things occurring. However, right. there's another thing that must be taken into consideration here is that the cycle of the earth and every 12 to 13,000 years, the poles of the earth shift. Now, when, and this is, this is scientific fact, we know that the poles are shifting and over the last 50 years-ish, they've been moving more. Now, when that happens and those polar shifts start to happen, right. all hell will break loose. The Great Flood, Antarctica used to be tropic, okay? So you also have this to keep in consideration when that happens. And what's really interesting about the polar shifts is, you know how we, I don't know if you've seen that they've been finding these cities deep underground, miles under the ground for the last uh, decade or so. 
right. Yes, you, you, we did a I show on it once. Yeah. That, that the last polar shift, when that happened, there's a bunch of uh, humans that went below the earth to protect themselves, knowing that this was going to happen. Because if you were on earth, you were going to die, period. Great flood, everything. Right. So there's two main things to keep in mind. So he's correct. There is weather manipulation and it is a coordinated effort. And you're seeing a series of things happen. First, the polar ships are already happening. Mm-hmm. Then earth, and God gets pissed because we're messing with his Right. His yeah, creation. that's what he talks about a lot is that, is that Absolutely. You know, so, the, the earth itself is, and God in my my estimation is is reacting to being nature being manipulated you're messing we're messing with forces that we don't understand correctly. right exactly and, that's and, what well, he says and i think all the that time. We, there's a group that's way up there that think that they do and so they a, we're so far advanced well if you go back and do history when you talk about you hear about for example atlantis that was an advanced society and there's enough uh, i'm just gonna let's just take off the page that that they there wasn't an advanced civilization. We clearly know that when you look at the pyramids. Right. They had advanced technology, and it's also very likely that they were so arrogant that their technology destroyed themselves. Oh, uh, it sounds like what uh, Elon's saying about AI right now, or or Noah Harari and them, that the AI could become so uh, advanced that it makes us, you know, irrelevant. I don't it want will. that to happen, but that is what a lot of these lunatics say, because these are the same guy. I wonder who is behind this research privately. You know, they're getting money from DARPA and, and Incutel and NASA and all of that. But, you know, there's private people behind this, too, because, you know, we've been talking lately about on, on some other shows about Kurzweil and the singularity. And uh, we were with Joe Allen, who has a great book out that's terrifying about um transhumanism and cyborg cyborg technology and uh you know what they're doing there there's a couple other people so you know all of this stuff is is you know really outside the realm but now it's becoming in the realm and um what do we do with this information and you brought up earlier med beds and when you're talking about all of this the way that they describe that kind of technology was that basically you'd lay there and light and sound and frequency would manipulate your body to heal is that is that on the same page as as what you're talking about? But in this sense, they're talking about the Earth, or they're monitoring the Earth for any interference from outside the atmosphere. I mean, there's many many things that could be going on here. But but what what you're showing us is that it is going on, and it's going on on every. There's nowhere surrounding the Earth that isn't being monitored right now, uh, to some extent, if not completely. Yeah, you know, there's a couple things. But I mentioned the med bed because there is clearly advanced technology uh uh that isn't being given to to humans i've said that since day one. Oh yeah you and have i've seen it i've seen i've seen things that i i i've seen products that are in in terms of uh genetic manipulation that can cure cancer to a very high degree that that is never seen so let's let's take that off but i want to mention something about the med beds it's very important people talk about med beds and and there's these spin-offs right now i want to throw that all in the uh in the garbage first and foremost the technology exists but it's not out now don't fool yourself now we have right and these other machines that are in that direction but one of the things that's very important when you listen to this advanced technology and you are exposed to certain degrees of, of this advanced technology this technology is aligned with the human consciousness and you must 
at a quantum level, have the human consciousness aligned to this technology. So the technology assists you in that development. However, going back to what I was saying at that one page. Right, that exactly. That's what I thought this, of. Yeah. The two must be linked together. And a lot of advanced technology, if, if you... You, you read about it and some of it you throw out. First, you have to understand that the human consciousness is extremely much more powerful than we think it is. And so that technology is aligned with that. It is not the technology embedded and then you go in. Those are your AI and transhumanism. Right. These are not the same. Now, also, when you look at the, the differences between those, and I say this to you many, many times, is in all of these groups, there's good scientists. Right. You would do say so this a lot. When we're seeing we're seeing reaction of bad scientists, either misled intentionally, right, destructive, and then you're seeing this crap that we're all dealing with now. I, right. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say that, but you okay. can. However, then what you have is a lot of really smart people beyond me that are way up here. I'm, I'm like here and there's really smart people, right? Way up off the scale. Yeah. Now, but what you see is people recognizing that this, that these things are going on. Step one is understand what you're up against. And that's right. what we're doing here today. And that's why I keep coming forward. Right. And I, I got, I'm getting detained now in the airports so when I travel. You are? You're an SSSSS? Yeah. Or whatever uh, it's called well you know Apple every every single time now I'm going somewhere that's why I'm I, I'm going international in the next uh -huh. couple months quite a bit and Jesus but you've got a lot of good people and a lot of really smart good people that are recognizing this and are doing the research and by the way I, I want to pause there too I got a lot of really good people that reach out to me that send me really good information so first I'm very grateful that you guys do that and thank you mm -hmm. um I will not promote anybody's product. Please don't send me that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to do that. However, we're going to have some fun with these goggles moving forward because I want to see where we're going to go with that. And there's a couple of people that asked me if I'd make them for them. Right. And let's let's see where we go with that. And first, I got to perfect my, I got 12 right now. That's it, Mel. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you made them. Well, you know, one thing that I'm looking oh. for here while I'm talking to you is, um, you know, when I uh, when I was doing the research on uh, the NATO in uh, Innovation Hub and all of that stuff um, with cognitive warfare, the cognitive warfare manuals coming out of NATO uh, that I've done shows on, I've talked to you about, I sent them to you. There is yeah. a whole section that, um, I don't know how related this is. It may be another thing, but there's a whole section in that document that talks about um, frequency and bio, uh, you know, um, different kind of biology and talking about all these different ways cognitive warfare to affect the brain. I mean, it's fully in there. Like they, they're not even hiding that they can do this, basically go yeah. into your brain many different ways. But there's a section that talks all about um biology, chemistry, all the different sciences uh, coming together. Uh, I was trying to pull it up real quick, but um, I can't find that. The, the actual document is on my website um, on resource pages, but it talks about, uh, so it says right here, 
It, so it's talking about this isn't a NATO media um, presentation on the battle for the brain, you know, the NATO uh, mind control yeah. cognitive warfare document. So it says um, cognitive warfare as the art of using technologies to alter the cognitive cognition of human targets. And then it says they'd like to incorporate fields of nanotechnology, biotechnology, information technology and cognitive science. It makes a very it makes a kind of very dangerous cocktail that can further manipulate the brain. Goes well beyond information warfare, psychological operations, and it goes on to talk about all the different science things that are include, um, you know, some of this technology. I think you're talking about from the outside in. So is that also part of this? Because when we're talking the the penile gland and all that stuff. And then, oh, they're also talking about different capabilities, different uh, integration, but it's all coming from, it looks like, because these are, because NATO in this document also says that DARPA and uh, advanced uh, intelligence, advanced research project activities uh, of the Pentagon are very involved in this. So could that be related to this, what you're showing us? I know I'm-, I'm It's all related. That. It's all related. You no, you're a hundred percent. No, you're you're a hundred percent correct. What you have is you have all of these different science areas that have been siloed over over the years. However, it's all related. What you're saying is a hundred percent correct. If you recall, uh, I did did the, the where they can put sound in a sound. You don't hear the first sound, then they right. put something in your brain. All right. of this, all of this is just that. What you're seeing is all of this advanced research. As in terms of a delivery mechanism, they can clearly, and there's enough evidence at this point that they can right. clearly manipulate your mind. They don't have to change what you're hearing or what you're seeing anymore. That's what they do with the average person. Then right. what they do is they do much more advanced. They can start compelling and putting thoughts in your head. This right. is by That's the way- That's what, what I'm, I'm saying. That's what I think. And you know, in the in this in these documents, because I've been really I right. I couldn't believe what I was reading, and it's so advanced. And it sounds like advanced technology and they're not going to go there fully, but NATO, especially their innovation hub, if people go on that website, they go pretty, it goes pretty deep into it. And they, they don't just talk Very about deep. manipulating the individual mind. And I think it has something to do with what you're talking about, but also with all the information that you've done on the penile, penile gland. I'm not sure how you yeah, say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and the, now the aura that you're talking about. And then it also talks about um, not just changing a single mind, which it clearly says it can do easily. And we know that that's been going on for since, you know, at least 50 years that they can implant stuff in people's brains or make people hear things that people are actually hearing, but that nobody else is hearing all that stuff, MK Ultra type stuff. But um, it also says that it can change the mind of a society or of a group of people. Or, you know, and we we talked about, you talked about in the past, the experiments in uh, South Africa, uh, South America and other places where a group of people are targeted and they all go into like a chaotic mode or a uh, violent mode or whatever. And it is being manipulated from the outside. So when you see all of this and then you see what you just showed us, and that's obviously being funded by the Department of Defense or some body that's aligned with the military industrial complex or it wouldn't be happening it just makes you think well what's the end game what's the end goal so it could be anything and we don't you and i don't know but the truth of the matter is that 
it could be multi-tiered, but when it is the government and Space Force, if it is, and and DARPA and, and all the, and Incutel giving money to private companies and private things to do a lot of this stuff, it does get very, um, you know, it's hard to believe that, that, you know, it is so advanced. But what you're saying is that not only is there advanced technology, but it, there it's being used. <laughs> yeah, this is, this goes back to psionics as well. However, I, I want to, I want to mention something about that. This barrage of technology has been on us for a century. So, however, one of the things to kind of keep note uh, on that is there's a big pushback and it's easy to do. One of the things that, that that's really interesting, if you look at like uh, not just Dr. Greer, but there's there's research out there and where different groups come together and they'll meditate uh, during a particular uh, time frame, and they can change an entire city with a very small group in a collective consciousness, creating a different, more loving or positive nature. So even with all of this technology on a particular city, a small group of people can get together, power of prayer, as an example, church prayer, prayer groups, different things. And when you have this group, they've actually been able to show statistically that a small group of people can change an area, a small city, in terms of crime rates for a particular time frame. So if you have a crime rate of 50 murders every for in a particular time frame during the summer or Fourth of July weekend or different things like that, where that, that happens, they've taken these groups, they put them in. There's astounding research on this amount where this group will get together and they'll have collective. And then now with the media, they'll do these meditations and massive groups focus on one particular area. Right. They can actually change the entire negative energy of an area with a group of people through thought. So now what you're seeing is you're seeing electronic technology and highly advanced technology that could be used for good. Right. That's a barrage onto the, the human species. Right. But then what you're seeing that's so interesting and that you bring that up is the human consciousness can, once you recognize that and you can pull yourself back and do that, you can compel and eliminate it. That's this what they're so scared stuff. I agree along. too. I think so too. When I see this and I'm reading it and they're talking about this and this puts this all together for me is that you know, we could use that right now. I see what they're doing. There's going to be a lot of predictive programming coming up through, uh, coming out through Hollywood. We're already seeing the That's first it. three in the next, in the next six to eight months. And the people that are still either asleep or have Trump, Trump derangement syndrome, or, you know, hate half of America, meaning the entire, anyone who voted for Trump, the entire MAGA world, um, as well, you know, there's all these attacks on the, the Christian community and all of that, you know, it's like, could we reverse that on the other side? Cause I think it's, I think it's this warfare that is all encompassing, like you're talking about from all different angles. But I also do think that some of the technology that you're talking about and, and manipulating our, our aura or our energy and, 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 you know, the torsion fields is a whole nother thing. But I think that they know, like you're saying, they've had all this technology for a long time 
And um, I wonder how much the human brain and the human, like you're talking about the power of prayer, power of meditation, anyone that's ever gone to like a full on retreat as I have, where, you know, they're using sound and the bowls and everyone's energy is aligning and then things happen. And you're like, oh my God, that couldn't have happened unless everyone was really concentrating on this one thing. I've seen some of that in real life. So, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's amazing. But what we could do if, if, like you said, if it was being used for good, I think it's being used for bad or evil or you know the 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 you know fourth reich i call them but the the super class uh, above all of our governments that are manipulating everything and uh, you know trying to uh, the controlled demolition of of america but really the enslavement and capture of the world um are actively using this technology uh, against societies i think they have been for a long time i think when you know we're in a color revolution but i think all these color revolutions and all these uprisings and all of that have a component of what you're talking about <laughs> like that, like that it's not organic and that people um but like you're saying i also think we could reverse it which could really be helpful in america come uh, february march april no, you're 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 spot on. That's that's something that we've been kind of yeah. taking baby steps to 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 get to. Is this is a massive, uh, highly advanced technology that's been 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 attacking us in, in in multiple areas. And you know that's some of the things that that I've been talking about for three and a half years. But some of the stuff I've known for my career. I know. You know, I've I've seen some of this stuff. And and the reason I again I, I the reason I stay in my field is because eventually what's going to happen, and I hope it's in my lifetime because I'm sticking in it, right? Is eventually, you know, uh, eventually what's going to happen though is this technology is going to start to come out. But then also once that does, let's make sure that the right technology and the right people get to it exactly. and access to it. And that that is what I'm really hoping for. And if I'm part of that, God, uh, I, I'd be so happy to be, be there. But you certainly are, are in my lifetime. You certainly have committed to it and uh, sacrificed a lot. You've been through a lot just by doing this. I hope everyone that watches this knows that Michael has uh, obviously, as I everyone knows, I'm targeted and watched and kicked off and censored as much as anyone could be. But um, Michael put it doesn't do only does this because he cares about humanity and wants to get this information out. And it has hurt him uh, a lot. So it's it's quite a commitment that you've made as well uh, to good and to truth. But what you're saying right now and everything you're talking about and going back to the auras. And all of that, you know, anyone that went through any kind of understanding of mindfulness and uh, and meditation and, and group meditation and group thing. And there's a lot of people out there that do talk about that and do that. Um, you know, we should start thinking about, because you know how important I think it is to get together in person, uh, that there's a big difference. And I, I know that that energy is different than, you know, when uh, like you're on Zoom or whatever. But when when people are together in in person there's an exchange of energy even going back to when i used to do theater and in new york and stuff when you're in that mode and the exchange of energy it's like electric and and what you're saying is yes. it's, it's quantifiable and it's real and yes. uh, if we could use that for good and um you know and i think people should be thinking about that as well because it's it's not all of this is is still science even if people say you know that's woo woo or that's not you know that's da -da -da, or whatever they, they say but yeah. um, yeah, I really hope that there are good, I know you're one of them, but that there are good people out there using this for good. And like you said, be very discerning. This technology exists, but not everything you're being told is is the technology is is real or ready for prime time. Yes. 
Okay, so let's um let's wrap up with just kind of your conclusion of of what we saw today, and then uh we'll talk a little bit about you and and uh and and where we're heading next. Well, so so this was just kind of a a, a bridge where a bunch of different topics now are starting to come down into uh, one area. And we've been talking about multiple areas and we're now starting to compress and really start to move forward. And so I'm gonna have more information moving forward with regards to these, I'm gonna figure out these lenses uh, and these depths. It's, it's actually been kind of enjoyable in my lab and yeah. uh, uh, it's, it, it's been kind of fun. My my hands were different colors for, for a yeah. while as I was working with these, these things, but I do wanna to, uh, to mention to everybody, have a wonderful holiday. If, yeah. if this comes out, happy happy new year, happy uh, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah to, yeah. to everybody. It will, it will be out before then and um, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, this, this is a very exciting stuff because if we can manipulate uh, energy for good and, and, and you know, because I'm telling you in the DARPA documents, especially, it's very clear that what you're talking about not only exists, but it can be used for good or evil. And and Absolutely. and these documents are about war and about taking out the enemy without firing a shot by using this technology. And, yeah. and that is really what this is. And, and that's also 5G warfare, but also uh, some of this other stuff that's come out. We have our own documents. There's plenty of DARPA documents. Jason Burmas just, uh, you know, he always goes back to and just did a presentation on the NASA doc documents um, about the brain and manipulating the brain. So this is all I mean, what, what it says to me is that our universe and our God and our, our I always say the best computer ever made is the human brain and the human body. Are, are far superior than we even think they are and and Absolutely. Are, yeah and that it can all of this technology you know god willing in the right hands like you're saying and why you're staying in and so hard fighting um is really promising for the future and, and it's it good is. news it is absolutely it is it you know we're, we're going to cross that bridge we've been talking about it yeah. and we're starting to what what was interesting is is and i was trace Tracy says to me, be careful what you say today. She does that each time, you know, because she knows, you know, that there's, there's impact on, on some of the things that I, that I cover, but there, there's a positive movement and information is coming out like it's never come out before. Oh, and yeah. it's not because we have these multiple sources. It's, I'm not sure if there's just so many fires that they can't handle all of them, or if it's, it's, it's time. And, 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 and I, I think it's time that this information is coming out. And, right. and maybe our society needed to go through this really bad time in order for us to both accept and understand it. And I think yeah. that's where we at. I'm excited. I do too. Yeah, I do too. You know, where we are. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> but, you know, we've talked, we talked the whole time. We were together before, right when the COVID started straight through, through the, the uh, vaccines, through what the aftermath and all of that. And, it's been an eye-opening time, but like we have always said, we and many people out there believe that there are all these hidden technologies that could greatly enhance and improve uh, life on Earth and and for humans and for health, and that they are known and that they have been suppressed and kept from the people of humanity that deserve them uh, to be known and to be used for good. I know that's one of your big missions is to help vets that have been injured and stuff. And I, I mean, I hear, yes. hear Elon Musk say the same thing. I am not a fan, nor do I trust the whole Neuralink thing. But, uh, you know, that is that is for the future of to prove to me that it's not going to be used for evil. But um, 
Uh, yeah, you know, I just really think you're amazing. And uh, this is really interesting and, and good to hear about. And I hope people do their own research and have questions. If you do have information on this and you've looked into or researched things like this yourself, please do share it with Michael and I, and uh, we'll put it into our, our barrel. But what Michael and I, Michael on these shows has been working on the whole time uh, through many different ways is to get to that place where all this technology, all of this um, information, all of this is able to be digested and uh, synthesized into uh, fighting this battle for good on our side, because we are in a good versus evil. There's a spiritual element to everything you're saying as well. But, you know, God gave us a lot of things that we, we don't need uh, yes. their technology that they're creating and the WEF and the UN and all their nonsense, trillions of billions of gazillions of dollars being transferred to globalist funds to create things that we probably already have access to if we only knew how to use it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you uh, for what you do, because I can't do what I do if you wouldn't keep pushing. And I know it's a tough fight on your end. And I know yeah, you it's, it's getting better. God bless yeah. you. Yeah, you know, it's getting better, Michael, and I have to say that, and I want to say uh, thank God uh, you have become not just, uh, you know, a regular guest here, but a really, really good real-life close friend, and um, yeah. and I have to say, no, I mean, I, I really, I feel very, very blessed at, with the audience I have and the subscribers I have. I'm so lucky. You know, you're going to join us in the now. We have the now live Q&A, so I get to hear what people yeah. really think, which is very, very exciting. People are awesome that are uh, joining up. And we're going to have you in January do that with me, which will be really fun. But I just want everyone to know, like I, I really see, like I said, I keep saying, they are as close to their one world global governance, new re great reset, transhumanism, fourth industrial revolution as they've ever been. And also they are as far away as they've ever been. So, so you know, we have the two opposing forces and what you bring is like, this is out there. This is what they're doing. We're not sure why they're doing it, but they're doing this. And, you know, what's the flip side of it? What's the what's the other side? And uh, you're brilliant at that. And uh, I look forward to our our next phase. But um, I hope everyone knows that the Mike Ells, um, every one of his shows builds on from the one before in some way. Uh, and we're going to continue building here. So give us any information. You know, it's funny. This reminds me of a. I actually did go to a healer, you know, the, the healers that don't have to touch your body. Yeah. Uh, and that really, really worked for me when I had a real problem uh, in my It's, it's, it's mind-boggling, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what we're talking about here. So, yeah. you know, and that's yeah. that's something a lot of people dismiss is not real. And, and it is real and it is amazing. And thank you so much, Michael. We'll see you next time. And thank you everyone thank for you. joining us. And uh, we're going to have so much more and uh, keep moving forward the ball in in the journey that is Mike L disclosing and finding and uh, sharing and uh, inspiring everyone to continue researching and finding information. So we'll see you next time. God bless you. Talk Thank to you next you, time. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. If I don't see you before, uh, you're the best. I really appreciate it. And thank Tracy for allowing you to, to spend <laughs> so much time with me. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, I hope you're enjoying the show. I was just talking on my new Patriot mobile service. I have to tell you, I'm so excited. They are incredible. They are America first. They they align with my values. And you know what? It's unlimited minutes, unlimited text, Wi-Fi calling, unlimited data, high speed, everything that you could use, just like everyone else. 
We have our time, we have our vote, and we have our money. And the great thing about Patriot Mobile is your service will be exactly the same. Difference with Patriot Mobile is they are an America first company. And what they do is they reinvest their money into causes that matter to me and matter to you and matter to this nation. At Patriot Mobile, those causes are the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the Constitution, and our children's future. So please go to themelkshow.com. Patriot Mobile is a partner of ours. Please use the code MELK. What I can tell you too is that they are supporting me and they are supporting creators because they believe in the First Amendment. They believe that censorship is wrong and they are going to put their money where their mouth is. Do what you can for the creators out there that are doing what I'm doing. Please go to Patriot Mobile. Mel K Show. All I can say is thank you so much, guys. Supporting my partners supports me, and Patriot Mobile is absolutely awesome. I checked them out. We're switching to Patriot Mobile, and we hope you do too. Thank you so much. Hi, guys. You know, for months and months, me and Michael have been talking about the water supply. What is in there? There are pharmaceuticals in the water supply. There are all these chemicals, lots of pollution. We've had all these natural disasters that leave our water not nearly as clean and certainly not as God intended. We know how important water is for our health. So we have been on a mission to try to find the best alternative to the water that is out there, including bottled water, which course we did a whole show on everything that's in bottled water which is almost as shocking as what's in our natural water now so we found the best partner we could in healthy hydrogen uh, this is a portable bottle that I use all the time but also there are many options over there you can get a house a full house system you can get a tabletop system you can get uh, for your shower for your office and business they have so many great options if you go to the show.com we have partnered with them so it's on our partners page healthy hydrogen I am telling you right now, the difference in this water and what it will do to your health in general is incredible. Uh, If you have inflammation, your immune system has problems, anything that you are thinking you don't know the solution for, this could be the game changer. We've been looking for the missing piece and I believe the missing piece is the water. We are so excited. They have so much science backing all of their products. They have been tested by all different groups out there that do this for a living and look at water really in depth. We have the hydrogen aspect, which is truly fascinating. Nothing is more important than water. We all know that. So make sure you're putting the best water in your body. And I assure you, this is a true, true game changer that you will see right away and will improve your health and your family's health going forward. Go check out the Melk Show Partners page, Healthy Hydrogen, and get your health back from the inside out, starting with God's great water. We will see you soon. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the show.